Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Steal Your Grace. If you are a family member or a friend that does not want too much information about me, please go to another episode right now. This one is a result of my dating experience since my second divorce. Okay, let's be honest here. I love and miss having someone in my life that is there for the everyday. It's normal. It's healthy. But I started thinking I was ready to find someone before I should have. I was separated in August of 2018. I spent about six months just healing and licking my wounds. The divorce wasn't final until January, and I was of the mind that I wouldn't look for anyone else until that chapter was done. Great idea, right? Sure, it was a timeline for me to focus on. I am that person who prefers to exercise on a treadmill so that I can see the minutes until a workout is done. This explains a lot about how I do things in my life. The final countdown is playing in my head right now as I write these words. Grit plays a crucial part in this timeline. I kept it trying to find someone throughout this time of insanity. The world went crazy. COVID and dating and meeting people in person became taboo. I was considered immunocompromised and a vaccine had yet to be found. I was cautious. I did not go out. My hermit tendencies were encouraged to say the least. Enter online dating. I was not comfortable with meeting people unless I got to know them first. This to me means talking, texting in my brain. There were a few duds to start with. It was difficult to connect. Then I found Jay. He was funny, sexy, smart, caring, and everything I was looking for. I was his queen, and I fell for him over the phone. He was three hours away. We talked on the phone every night for hours. We texted throughout the day. He FaceTimed me. This man talked to me for two months before we ever met face-to-face. He put the time in, and I decided to go and meet him. It was an amazing weekend. I met his family, we watched movies and talked. He embraced my coffee addiction and spoiled me with attention. I came home on cloud nine. I told my mom, thinking I should give her a heads up. Jay was a black man. It was not a welcome bit of information for my family. I was heartbroken. My family was not going to accept someone who made me happy. I became distant from Jay, and then an old flame contacted me. I blame my sister for this, as she's the one who gave him my phone number. I had loved this man for over half of my life. We picked up conversation like we had never been apart. COVID, still a problem. I was sequestered, and he was not. Being infected was a real concern. I broke it off with Jay. He deserved better. Dee and I chatted for a few months, but he eventually found someone that was able to physically be with him. I've wished him well, and I hope he's happy. A few months later... Online dating strikes again with A. He was safe as he lived 11 hours away and I didn't have to meet him. This should have told me something about my mindset, but it also gave me a way to deflect advances from those that were here in person. Yes, there's someone. Oh, we're waiting to see where it goes. No, I'm not ready to share that quite yet. Blah, blah, blah. I met A in person two times. It was not meant to be. Grace is where I landed in this next part. I stumbled through the summer and in July was contacted by a friend of a friend, we'll call it. This man was bold, young, wild. He wanted to spend time together. I asked if he was drunk or high. 
I fought this, y'all. I promise I did. I swear he could sell ice cubes to Eskimos. I broke. I agreed to hang out and see what was what. It was inconsistent, to say the least. I would hear from him, and then poof, he was gone for days, sometimes even weeks at a time. It was pure sex. It was exciting. It was a secret that I guarded closely. At one point, I was tired of the hot and cold. I didn't know how to end it and still keep it quiet. In November, it seemed like it was over. He was angry. I'm not sure if it was at me or just life in general. And I didn't hear from him for a few months. In the meantime, I found somebody else. He was smart, funny, and interested in only a friends with benefits situation. We both knew that if this relationship came to light, it would be trouble for both of us. He fit into my crazy schedule and we had common ground. It was amazing, but I still knew that I wanted more. I just wasn't quite ready to find it. Reintroducing my absent friend around March, he's different this time and our situation has changed. I like him. We still spend time together today, but it is still inconsistent. He has kids and will not introduce people to them. I'm okay with that, as I think that is prudent. We're not public, but I have begun feeling a little too much for him, and this makes me reckless. It's exciting, but I need to take a break. I have gratitude for these experiences and learning from them as a constant. I love these people for what they have brought to my life, and I'm able to take responsibility for my choices and look at things from all angles. I wish them all well, and I hope they find what they need in their life. I needed to tell you all of this because through my last marriage and all of this dating, not dating nonsense, I've had access to something that helps me not be a complete whore and sleep with whoever is willing. People, it is my strong opinion that every woman of age should have a gift bag that includes a vibrator. No joke. If women had a way to feel without all of the bullshit, it would be a revolution, I am sure. I bought my first as a tool to help my married sex life or married non-sex life. When my husband was not having sex with me, I was still able to get released without going against my vows. When these inconsistent men don't call, I'm not finding comfort in others. I am able to assuage my needs without chancing my heart. It falls too quickly. My walls are high and thick. I am a loyal bitch for sure. I am a one-man woman. I don't want to share, to put it mildly, but I like my independence and my alone time. I personally think the perfect arrangement would be to keep separate houses and just split time between them. I want monogamy, but I also want time with my friends and myself. I want contact, but I don't want you in my pocket the whole time. I see sex as an intimate act, but also a stress relief. My struggle right now is the sex is great, but would it be better if we were an actual thing? I don't know. It's something I think about and wonder what I'm doing. I have goals that I'm working toward. I'm trying to live the life that I preach. It's hard to let go of fear of disappointing others. It is unnatural for me to ask for what I want. I'm still finding the balance I need to achieve for myself. I have to be responsible. I'm a one-income household right now. I'm married to my career, and many outside the industry don't understand that it is imperative to make decisions based on my job for now. My friends and family have been amazing through my transition. I am blessed with people that just want me to be happy, whatever that happens to be at the moment. I don't need a man. I want one. But the expectations are high, y'all. 
I don't want to settle. I'm a good woman, deserving of all that I ask for. That being said, I'm not high maintenance. I promise. I don't need things. Flowers and gifts, that's not what I'm looking for. I don't need to be kept. I can take care of myself. And I like doing that for the first time in my life. I want your time, attention, and loyalty. I want your good days and your bad days. I want to support your goals and dreams, and I want the same in return. I want laughter, tears, road trips, and intimacy. I want to be present with someone and vice versa. I want to be a first and only choice. It's out there. I just have to go out and find it. Someday. I continue with the grit, grace, and gratitude that defines my life. There is a purpose that drives me and a hope that lives within me that I will find my person in due time. Until then, I'm enough for myself. I am grateful for the opportunity to reach that conclusion and live the life I have chosen. Thanks for listening. I appreciate your time and any comments you may have to impart. As always, keep it constructive. I'm not judging others on their choices, and I expect the same in return. Until next time, take care. Love y'all. Bye.